everyone, welcome back to A Life of KG. Today on the show we have Lisa Johnson. She is a fellow salon owner and this episode makes me so emotional. I have been working with Lisa for the past two years. She was in my one-to-one program and she's currently in Coffee, Cake and Chat. And she has grown her business 380% in the last two years. Bear in mind one of them years we was in lockdown. So I wanted to get her on the show to prove to you guys that you can do anything that you put your mind to and if you put the work into it. It's amazing. So without further ado, here she is. Do you want to launch teeth whitening within your business? Now you can with LA Cosmetic Teeth Whitening. Add another stream of income that your clients will love. I mean, who doesn't want to earn more? Or start that side hustle if you want to start your own business. Connect with us on the links below in the show notes and receive £500 off when you quote KG Podcast. Hey Lisa, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, I'm very well, thank you. Nice to see you. It's been forever. I know, I know. But on camera, one-to-one like this anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. So I'm going to start with our famous quick fire questions to ease us in the episode. So, pedicure or nails? Oh, nails. Freedom or money? Freedom. Working in your business or out of your business? Love them both, but out. Out. Facebook or Insta? Facebook. You are a Facebook girl, aren't you? I see that. So let's get started. Can you introduce yourself and just tell all the listeners what you do? Yeah, so my name is Lisa Johnson and I am a mum of two, but also own Infinite Beauty Therapy in... Kempston which is my salon and also Infinite Beauty Academy. Mm, which I can't wait to scratch on because that's brand new isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, okay so let's go back before you as a salon owner because you was a police officer right? Yeah for 18 years. That's absolutely mental so so different to beauty what made you change your career? So my boys that's probably the main reason um so I actually trained in sports therapy before joining the police so I always I I did massage I loved massage um but I joined the police for a change and just I sort of fell into it just being there um I'm really driven by a challenge so I had the challenge of being promoted and you know going to the next step all the time but and that's what I was doing but then my boys threw a little spanner in the works because I I wouldn't have ever said I was a maternal person um and when I had my first son who's you probably don't want to know all this but I tell you now yeah I do (laughs) when I had my first son um who's now nearly 11 I was still very much um pushing that next promotion so I only took four months off work and I was push 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 and I missed loads um so when I had my second son who's five now I decided that that wasn't going to happen anymore so I actually took 15 months off um from the police and when I went back it just I couldn't do it anymore I just couldn't do it I became fearful and that was something that I'd never felt before I was actually scared going out 
um, because you're often out on your own um, at night and stuff like that. And I didn't know where the fear had come from because prior to that, I was I was out, I was into everything. Um, and then I just, I hated leaving them. So I thought, well, I can't stand people that moan and moan and moan about their situation. So I thought, well, I have to do something. And so, um, yeah, that was the career change. It wasn't beauty to start with, um, but I'm sure that you're gonna talk to me about that. Um, it wasn't beauty to start with, um, but what I did do was network marketing and that led me into beauty. And then I saw that as my new challenge. So I went from there. Wow, but in network marketing, you was really successful in that, wasn't you? Yeah, I was. Um, so I, um, network marketing for me will always have my heart, no matter what I do in any business, because it taught me so much. Um, and I did. And again, it was it was a challenge. I'm really driven by, I guess, maybe people saying I can't have something. Um, mm. And so I thought, well, or when people say, well, that's right, that's a pyramid or that's rubbish, that doesn't work. I almost have that internal thing to go, well, I'll show you um and so that's what pushed me and and it was really nice to show other people that it does work and that I could help them to make it work but I mean network marketing was the best thing I have ever done and I know people have had negative experiences of it but I think if you do work really hard you can have anything from network marketing and that gave me the income to be able to drop an 18 year salary because I mean the police salaries are great um so it gave me that month on month income to go, okay, this is okay now. You can leave and do whatever it is you're going to do next. Mm. So why did you then stop network marketing? I haven't actually stopped. Um, ah. I've, I've always kept it because I have um, I have a passive income from it now. It just, I, always, I will always have it so long as I do some um, because of the size that I grew my business to. Um, I just don't coach in network marketing anymore because I don't have the time for it with the salon and what happens mm -hmm. happened with the salon. Um, but it's just been a natural sort of wind down. Um, but my network marketing business kind of feeds into beauty anyway. So I don't think... I probably on the outside with people looking in would say I have stopped, but I don't think I could ever bring myself to say that. So, What would you say was your like the biggest lessons you learned in business then doing network marketing? Because you, you must have learned so much, especially with building teams. Yeah, I couldn't. Um, I learned lots for the good, but also I learned how to not do things. Um, I learn a lot about mindset and that's something that I've always had to work on because I'm not very, I said to you about this, I'm not very good at bigging myself. I'm not very good at talking about myself or seeing that I've achieved something. I find it really difficult. And with forever, there you go, just said that. <laughs> with network marketing, um, I found that they didn't allow for that because you were forced to recognize yourself all of the time. So it helped me with that. But the biggest thing I learned from it was how to build relationships. And that's what I found is the biggest thing in any business is to build relationships with people, good relationships, um, whether that be staff, whether it be clients, whether it be other business owners. Um, and yeah, I think that's the biggest thing that I've taken from it is just about people empowering other people like it doesn't matter if you help someone else it doesn't mean that you're going to be worse off for it you have to in fact anything you're, you're better off for helping other people so that's that's the biggest thing I took from it I love that so please 
network marketing, then you become a salon owner. How did that get chucked into the mix? So when I was doing the network marketing, we used to go out and do like pamper parties. And I'm really about authenticity. Oh, I can't say the word, authenticity. And I was going out there and I was given advice on something I didn't know anything about. I knew of my product and I knew what it was good for, but I didn't really know. So I spoke to a friend that I used to go to school with and um, I asked if she would train me in facials because I wanted to know that I knew what I was talking about, especially when being presented with people that had, you know, maybe a skin condition that they wanted help with. And I couldn't even answer it. I just knew what I only knew part of what this product did. So I went for the facial training um, and I loved it. And that's all I was going to do. That was the end of it. If you'd have said to me, you're going to have a salon and you're going to do beauty, I would have probably laughed in your face, if, if I'm honest. Um, and I had not a very good, I hope people don't hate me for this. I didn't have a very good image of beauticians because I was in the, it, when we went to college, you either did sport or you did beauty or you did business. And when we did sport, it was very much, the beauticians you know like I always had this it's so bad I had this image that beauticians did that because they didn't really didn't really know what else they wanted to do that's that's the truth of it and I was mm. so wrong um and when I was did this course she said to me no she knew she's you're gonna have a sell on one day and I said I don't want to sell I'm quite happy doing what I'm doing I thought she was trying to sell me more courses um and I can't if I think I'm being sold to her, I can't I won't do it I'm too stubborn she said, no, you're going to. Anyway, I came away from the course and I, I just loved it. I loved it. And I had that passion for learning again. So I went back and I went back and I went back and then started doing it full time. Wow. I love how we've just like gone over all your years of career. <laughs> it's such a short period. I love it. I know it's crazy. It's just, um, I just love learning. I love I love that you can, because people think you go into a career, let's say the police, and you've been doing it that length of time, or I don't know, anything, management, admin, anything, and they think, oh, I'm too old now to change. You're never too old. I changed careers at 36, and I can honestly say I'm better off now than I ever was, and it took me 18 years to build to that level. Mm. Yeah, anyone crazy, anyone can do it yeah definitely and isn't it fascinating that we've actually known each other for so long like you used to come to my salon like years and years ago didn't you for some bits yeah I remember I actually remember you opening and it's funny because a lot of coaches you hear their story and you think mm, yeah all right um because it's always dramatized for coaching I think but yours I know that to be true because I remember you being in the salon I remember talking to you about your dad budgeting your your money I remember him being in there he used to bring you down McDonald's into there um and you were so young and I was in doing my sunbed and you always then kept popping up popping up popping up and then who knew we were going to work together I know it's actually like mental like I still if it was so long that must be like 12 13 years ago now but I still remember you and your sister coming in like as clear as day like and my mum being there my dad being there it was so <laughs> the salon was so tiny it's actually hilarious now I don't even go in <laughs> and then you had the studio at the back of it didn't you at the top <laughs> I know how times change yeah, but it doesn't feel that long it's so weird 
No, it's really, really, really weird. And then obviously from them, we didn't really have any contact because you moved away. Um, and then we started working together just before lockdown. Yeah. So we're talking what, a year and a half, two years ago now. Tell us where your business was before we started working together. So just before we started working together, so we started working together, I think the March. Um, so I think we're just about two years-ish now. Um, I think that we started talking to each other then. We didn't start working together until the September. Um, so I had moved into a beauty room the October 2019. And I had just got to the stage where it was a, it was getting busy. I was bringing in an income, but it was fairly, fairly low. Um, and it was just me on my own. I had a beauty room I was renting from a local gym and then lockdown happened. We started talking and then I got started. To, so I had nothing and no income at that point, but it was very low. And then we started talking and I remember discussing with you about taking on the premises that I'm now in. Um, and yeah, that, and then we went from there, didn't we? Mm, so God, that seems like ages ago. No, I know it's crazy. Yeah. Two years I've had the building now. Wow, because I think I remember you had someone, you was just going to go, you was in there, you was working yourself as a, as a therapist. And didn't you have someone self-employed or you was thinking of having someone self-employed? So I was thinking about someone, I had someone self-employed when I went into my first, into this premises. So it's two years tomorrow, I've got the keys. Wow, oh my God, that's so exciting. So yeah. fast forward, a year's programme, I think we extended it a year and a half because of COVID. Yeah. Um, and obviously today you're still in Coffee Cake and Chat as well. So we're still working together in that way. How different does your business look like? Like, I know you're not going to want to brag, but this is a time for you to brag. How different does your business look like? Um, so my business is, uh, I'd hate talking about myself. Uh, my <laughs> business is unrecognisable. Um, so I've actually had to write it down because I'm so not used to telling anyone. Um, so back then I was obviously on my own. I was a sole trader. Um, so I now have two limited companies. Um, my turnover um, just for the one has increased by 380%. Um, I'm VAT registered, um, probably could be twice over. Um, and I have six members of staff. So it's oh very different. I was working six days a week um, and working sort of from the morning, going and picking the kids up from school and then going back in the evening. I now do clients just two days a week. But to be honest with you, that's more out of choice now because I've got my ones that were with me from my living room that I just can't, I can't yet leave. Um, and yeah, life's good. I mean, don't get me wrong, I work every single day because you know what it's like you can't not um but yeah it's 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 incredible life is really good and I'm now I always my children are everything to me and all I, oh there she goes um <laughs> <laughs> they always say don't they like about being driven by your why and what it is and you know if your why doesn't make you cry and all this stuff I learned all of that and my kids are my absolute everything if I think something will jeopardize time with my kids I'm not doing it and mm -hmm. so this business for me was about doing things on my time I wanted to be that mum that picked my children up I know it sounds really cliche but it's just what I wanted like in the police you didn't even know if you were going to have Christmas day off you know so for me I don't want to miss sports day like today 
um, they had like a meeting about going into high school and stuff. Normally I didn't know if I would make that. And it's like, yeah, sure, I'll be there. So that's success to me. That's what, that's like, forget the money and the turnover and all that stuff. I can be there every single day for my kids now. Like, mm. the money can't buy that. Because you even have like the school holidays and stuff off now, don't you? I have it all off, yeah. I don't, I don't work any of it. And it's, and it's nice because me and my children, we, for the last, I'd say, five years, some people think this is really naff, but I love it. On New Year's Eve, we goal set for the year. We've done it. That's part of network marketing taught me this. Um, we goal set for the year and it was always me and my other half doing it. And we started to involve the kids. And so they get to choose things that they'd like to work towards for the year, places they'd like to go. And it was always still trying to find time to do any of it. So mm. now in the holidays, we sort of plan it all out and they get to tick off all their stuff. And it just makes me feel good. It's just brilliant. It's just I love brilliant. that. I love that. And the kids love it. And it, I think it teaches them for when they're older as well, because I always teach them that you actually can have anything you want, anything, if you really work hard enough. So, And I'm trying to show them that. And I'm sure you are doing absolutely amazing showing them that because you're a walking role model for that. Like, you, it doesn't come easy. It's hard work. It's graft. You'll still work every day. But your goal was that flexibility, was being around your kids, going to work when you can go into work, but also have it off when you want to have it off. And, you know, still also have the finances there as well, because you can't physically do that unless, mm. unless the finances are there. So, like, to have your children watch that is absolutely incredible. Yeah, well, you know, Lola Rose, she watches it. And mm. it, it, then when you see them mimic you, doing things you're like that's when you get that moment isn't it and you go oh wow yeah definitely definitely what would you say is the one main thing that you felt changed in your business for this to work my mindset um mindset is a biggie for me like I said earlier I I get I suffer with imposter syndrome really badly so for me starting out in like with the beauty because I've been in the police and I've done all that there is a bit of snobbery sometimes in this business where um if you haven't done your level twos your level threes and all that people are like mm. and so I, but I was doing it to myself no one did it to me and I was a bit like who do I think I am I can't do that and I can't do that and so I knew I had to do something about that for me to move on and that's the biggest thing I've probably taken away from the coaching um and just from business and jet changing my mindset and recognizing that it's okay to be scared like I'm always scared um I'm always scared I'm going to do it wrong or I'm always scared of what if this doesn't work or what if that doesn't work and so I've learned now to feel the fear but just do it anyway because you can't be any worse off so and that's all part of mindset isn't it and I think that's been the biggest thing for me is to just try mm. and ask for help yeah it's, it's, and it's if, yeah it's all helps always there like with people and also if things don't scare you enough or there's not enough fear there it's just your dreams and your goals just aren't big enough are they no no and you you hear that all the time don't you and I think network marketing made me realize that that's true 
because if you set if you set something that's fairly small you know you can achieve it you're going to just do it aren't you if you set something massive that's almost unreachable it just gives you that bigger thing to look at doesn't it um mm. and yeah I, th I think it was just knowing that it's okay to be afraid and about staying in my own lane as well like I used to look from side to side what's that salon doing what's that girl doing what's what are they doing and actually all the while I'm looking at all of them there's nothing going into my business so I've learned to just do this and that doesn't mean you can't chat with other people and bounce ideas off each other but to just go like that and just do my thing Mm, I do remember our, our very first session and it was a lot around that wasn't it like loads. loads about that and just staying in your own lane and it was really like um just all mindset work really and every single time we take our eyes off the ball to think oh if they're doing this deal maybe I should do that deal or what are their prices if they're that price no one's going to come to me because I'm higher price or they're doing this they're doing just the normal stuff that I think that when we're new in business we all do I would have opened my salon and I would have got the price list of all the other companies and seen what they've done I would have seen what are they putting up on social maybe I should put that up on social and actually the whole time it's so completely wrong because your salon is going to be so different even if there was one next door to you it's a completely different company so it's always just being like okay you can network you can surround yourself with these people because they'll be like-minded people but their business is so different to yours yeah definitely I mean I used to do exactly that when I had the beauty room god I all my socials would pop up with um all these deals that I'd put on and I can honestly say in this current salon that I'm in um my my, my first one um I haven't I don't have I don't, haven't needed even to do loyalty schemes because my clients are loyal anyway I've not needed to do recommend a friend because they bring them anyway I don't advertise because I don't need to at the moment which is amazing um I've not had to do any of those things that everyone thinks they've got to do opening offers and I've not had to do any of it so I still have all of that in my back pocket for mm -hmm. when I do need it because I've never done it before and it's about having the confidence to go no I'm not going to do that I didn't get this confidence myself, obviously, but I've learned it over time. Um, and to not become complacent as well. You know, once you reach that place, right, what's next? It doesn't have to be, right, well, well, I'm done now, because that's when I think you start to drop down again. It's like, right, what's next? What's next? What's next? Mm, especially because you said in the beginning, like, your, it, what keeps you going is always a challenge. Yeah. So if you are at a stage now where you're like, shit, okay, we're turning over this, like I'm having this time off, I'm able to spend time here. For you in your mind, which were very, very similar, you'll be like, what? Okay, well, I've got to do something. There. And I've got to do something else now because I'll get bored. Yeah, I actually start to feel like a failure. <laughs> it sounds so ridiculous because you know that you've done well. People are saying to you, oh, look what you've done. But for me, I can't go... Yeah, it's amazing, isn't it? Because I think, well, I'm not finished yet. So I don't want them to congratulate me. It's not being rude. Like, I don't want them to say, oh, look, this is amazing because I'm not finished. Um, I don't know what what that is, but I think that if I if I hit it and there's nothing happening, then I just think, well, is that it? Mm. 
So then I have to do something else. Otherwise, I just sort of lose the spark a little bit. Yeah. I was going to say, I mean, you said you don't know, but I was going to say, like, what is enough for you? Like, what do you think will be the time where you're like, okay, I've conquered, I've done it all? I literally don't know. I can't, hand on heart, couldn't answer that question. Um, You know, people say to me, are you going to have another this, another summer? Are you going to do this? Genuinely don't know. Um, And I keep getting told I have to have, like, what's your business plan? I don't have that because I have plans but I don't know I don't I don't think there is one that's my answer I don't think I don't even like the thought of it (laughs) whatever is enough and it's not enough in terms of money I'm not greedy it's just the challenge that's that's all it is I'm not I'm not I'm I am bothered about money I'm not it's about my kids yeah it's about that and also like our worlds our children your your world's your children my my world's my children but we also have different identities than just being mum and you like you're driven so that's why you'll always be like that like it's not greed it's not because like you know you want the finer things in life even though all of that obviously we all want Mm. but it's just because you're you're driven there's nothing wrong with that at all no and I don't do it to like I know a lot of people say that they want to build something so that they don't have to work again that's just not me I just it's and I think it's great that people do that and that's their thing but I just I couldn't do it I'd rather make my other half not have to work (laughs) exactly the same you can look after the kids and I can go he's better than me at it yeah I've got this whole thing at the moment about maternity and I'm only going to be taking a a month off in October from coaching everything else will run itself but coaching wise I won't be doing any calls in October and I get really defensive that he gets to go back to work after two weeks now don't get me wrong I want to be with my child like of course but I'm like I'm gonna be a bit bored after changing all their nappies and night feeds and all of that. Let me go back to work and you <laughs> at home. And he was like, "Oh, you're only, you know, you can, you're only doing a couple of days in the salon now." And I was like, "Well, if you went part time, then I can do more stuff." And he, he's like, "What?" And I said, "Well, you go part time. I'm not doing it. You, you go part time, and I'll work." But he's better at cooking and all that than me anyway. So I'll just wait to the end of the month when we get married and then lay it down. <laughs> I love that it's also when people have like the whole lottery talk oh what would you do if you won this much money on the lottery like you'd never have to work again and I'm like I couldn't think of anything worse like not working again really what am I going to do all day (laughs) someone asked me that recently and they were like well what if you won the lottery and I was like well then I'll buy a massive spa and they're like what I said yeah I'll get a spa that's that's what I want to have I'd invest every single penny so then I've got to work for it all over again weird aren't it people must think we're weird but yeah I just um life's just so different so so different and that's why I've stayed in coffee cake and chat and I know it's not I'm not plugging it or anything like that but my business genuinely wouldn't be where it was because yes the one-to-one was amazing and I got that little extra that I needed the raw cake <laughs> when you were like right get it done and I was like oh god okay um but the other, with the coffee, cake and chat, I don't think I'll ever leave because it's all the other girls in there um, and we're all bounced. And you realise that you're you're not different. Like, if you've got a staffing issue, you're like, oh God, I had that as well. Or, you know, or if there's, you're putting ideas in and like I recently, we were talking about that community that I run 
because I've learned it from network marketing and it's nice that the other girls are now doing it and finding it helpful and I've picked things up from there so I don't think I could ever leave it now it's good it has some it has been something that's amazed me because obviously I created coffee cake and chat over lockdown mm. just as a support thing for salon owners and to kind of like give back and it's grown and grown and grown but God, I don't want to say this and then anything changes but the retention of the group is so amazing like everyone's still there from day dot and it's because we've built up such strong connections with other people that are just like us there's no competition whatsoever you would think people would naturally hold back because we're women and we're in the same industry you would think naturally they'd be like well I'm not sharing my ideas what if she steals it or what does she think of me or will she go and slag me off to the other salon down the road that's not in coffee cake and chat it is so completely different it's like we're all like a little family I love it and I almost I don't think people can would believe it until they see it Mm. you get there's been a few times where I thought right I think I'm ready now to come out because what else am I going to learn I need to just get on with what I've already learned but then you get that FOMO don't you and I'm like oh no what if I miss something what if something happens what if there's a little new update in a policy that I miss or so it's no it's brilliant and I don't think anyone could believe what it's like unless you're in it yeah I do completely agree sometimes I wish that I could just share all the little background bits so people are like oh okay she is talking the truth about joining it's crazy absolutely brilliant well thank you and that wasn't part of the script by the way guys (laughs) we we just love it um so just to like kind of round things off slightly people are going to be listening to this and being like i want a bit of little what lisa's got I want to be successful like Lisa. I want to make my income 380 times percent more profitable than it was before. Business, like it comes across that obviously was so successful. You've stepped out. You get to spend time with your children. Um, obviously, the company is turning over more money than it was done was before. And you've done absolutely incredible. And all them things are bloody amazing. But we know in business, it's not all smooth sailing. Like you already said that you still work all the time, but it might just be doing different ways. What would you say has been your biggest struggles since having the salon? There are a lot, aren't they? Um, I don't think I was ever ready for the volume of work, the tears. You know, people don't see any of that stuff because you just show what you show on social media or when you're in the salon or doing this saying you know I've done this and I've done that I think the biggest challenge for me was what came with it like I didn't realize you've got you know I've got six other girls emotions and lives and everything to deal with and you can't switch off from that because you're responsible for them it's that fear every month that you're bringing in enough because you're supporting six other family incomes as well as your own um you know covid the second lockdown hit me hard with that because i had four members of staff and i was like shit i've got i've got to furlough these girls and i think what people didn't realize about furlough if they weren't business owners is that we had to pay that money out before we got it back like it wasn't just magic money that came from the government that's what i thought it was in the first lockdown um, is that I had to pay that out from nothing to then before I could claim it back a month later so I think that is it's like constant adrenaline isn't it that making sure everyone else is all right 
Um, and the other thing I've had to, the biggest thing I've had to, ch the challenge for me is I am driven with my heart, with everything, I do everything with my heart. And my God, it just gets trampled on, doesn't it, as a business owner? Not intentionally, but because you just love and care about everyone and you're so bothered about everything, it's learning that it's just business. It's just a job to some people. They can't love it the way you love it. And that it's not personal. Like if people leave, they leave for their reason. It's not because they hate you or they hate working for you or any of that stuff. And that's what I found really difficult because straight away I look at myself and go, what did I do? What did I do wrong? And then that puts you on that downward thing. So that's been, I'm still battling with that, if I'm honest. That's something that's going to take me a little while. But I think it's just, I think it's human nature, I think. Um, so, yeah, learning that business is business and it's completely separate to mm. private life. This is a big thing I really struggle with. Um, and I know that you were like, it's because I've spoken to you all the way through, haven't I, that, oh, this is happening, that's happening. You know, and it's not like, I mean, I've got a great team. It's not like all these things happen. But, you know, sometimes if things just don't work out, I've been a little bit like, slow off the mark to say actually this isn't working for my business it doesn't mean I don't like someone so then I was suffering because I would be too nice to like just say look this isn't working or whatever so yeah mm. that, that's been massive for me really really massive is trying to do business and emotions if that makes mm. sense it's definitely one of the hardest things to separate especially when you do everything with your heart, which is why I truly believe one of the reasons you're so successful now is because it's been all passion. It's been all heart. Like that's been your drive. Um, but like you've done absolutely incredible. And it's just, it's, it's just, it's just absolutely, it's just absolutely amazing, really. But you're always going to have that because you're that person and that nice person and that person that wears a heart on their sleeve. There's always going to be that hardness to try and have that that mindset of, you know, when someone does leave, there's always going to be that little bit that hurts. And I'm exactly the same. Like over the years, I've really, really struggled with it when staff members leave especially in the early days, I would be on the floor. I'd be like, well, we thought we were sisters. No, 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 no. We weren't <laughs> sisters. No, we weren't. We were literally like boss and team yeah. member. And it's getting your head around that. But I think it never completely goes, but it definitely gets easier. And it also carries on in other businesses as well. Like, for example, you all have this with training. You might have students that come to you for all your courses. And then one day they'll go and train with someone else. And you think, oh, my God, what did I do? Did I do something wrong? Did they not like my course? Or with mentoring now, people will come to the end of their program or you would have taught them everything that you can teach them they need to move on. That's OK. But then for me, I'll be like, oh, my God, am I not teaching enough? What else do I need to do? Have they gone off me? Like you will always think these things, but you do become like a harder shell to protect, to protect your mind, isn't it, more than anything? Yeah, definitely. And I, but I do think that each time whatever it is let's say it's not just staff it's whatever a client or whatever I do think each time you've just got to what learn something from it and go okay I won't do that again or well I'll do that differently next time um that's a really good way to look at it there's a way I've got my head around it because again mine's all mindset um the way I've got my head around it's right like Lisa this hurts like hell but what you can take out of it 
and so I'll try and pick something out that I'll go right we'll, we'll do that because if I think I, and it's not picking fault with myself but if I think that I can learn something from it that's a little challenge then that's when I go right learn that one from that and then it gets a bit easier but yeah, it still hurts a lot doesn't it with just mm. anything I don't even like complaints or anything I'm like oh I've let them down yeah no I'm the same and what I also have learned I'd say more recently than more is to take me out of it and my feelings out of it and put myself in either the staff member's shoes or the client's shoes or the yeah. student's shoes whoever that is and be like okay if I was there what would I actually be doing right now would I be happy with staying would I want to grow would I want to do something else like whatever that might be and it just helps because you think oh actually yeah maybe it is time for them to move on or you know and there's, there's lots of different reasons but it will always hurt but it definitely gets easier oh definitely and it's just knowing isn't it that not everyone's you you know just because you wouldn't do that doesn't mean someone else wouldn't so mm. yeah it's getting yeah. easier it's getting easier I just need to just keep keep going with it and keep working on my head yeah it's an ongoing thing isn't it <laughs> my mind battling with the mind is just yeah exhausting because sometimes. I've had to learn it all so fast that's the thing I wasn't ready for how fast my business has grown so I've had to learn it all really quick mm. do you sometimes think and sit there and think what the hell like how have I grown so quick how have I done it and like does it does it scare you because something I I done a podcast the other day and actually she was a mindset coach and a lot of people's mindset was they're too scared to grow like growth scared them would you relate to that or not yeah definitely mine was more about um believe it or not outside influences looking at me so growth scared me because what would people think of me growing would they think who does she think she is so that's what mine was about the outside looking in rather than my own self, because I knew I could grow. Um, mm. And I have that belief in myself that I can do it, but it's what other people thought. And I had a, I'd just done my um, insurance renewal the other day. Uh, I say the other day, it's probably about a week ago. And they sent through my statement of fact. And this is the first time this has happened to me in the last two years. They sent through my statement of fact and read it all over. And there was a bit about your turnover. And I looked at it and I went, oh, my God. And it was about what my projected turnover was this time on my last renewal. And I looked at it and he was like, is everything fine? And then I went, oh, hang on a minute. I need to change that. And I just couldn't believe it. It was like, well, a lot more. And so they had mm -hmm. to say, well, actually, we're now going to have to get back to you with a new quote. And I was like, for God's sake. Um, but yeah, that was the first time I just sort of had a little wow moment. And I was like, that's only a year. Like what the hell mm. but I now like you know when you just you've grown so quick and you think whoa I've got to keep this up now I've got to keep it up because you're then scared of it slipping back but it won't so what is next for you then well so I've um well you I've been training for the last couple of years um just out of my place because one of the first things you said to me was don't utilize every single cupboard and everything in your building before you move out so I was like right so I was, I've been finding spaces everywhere and been training out of there but I've run out of space now so I've just I'm just negotiating a lease on a new place which is really big um but good value for money um <laughs> to take the academy separate um, so I've gone back to training myself as well because I'd like to 
I'm going to get some accreditation done because I've been doing it for the guild. So I want to do more accreditation and take on some bigger long term courses as well. So it's a while off, but that's the foundations at the minute. Wow, congratulations. That's going to keep you very busy and that whole, um, you know, needing to fight, fight, fight to build something back up again, that's going to give you that while your salon's still, you know, the salon always going to need an eye on, like my salon still needs an eye on, but when it grows and it's busy and, you know, you can't fit any more clients in, unless you move salons and get a super salon somewhere, you need to move on to the next thing, so that's what you're doing. And the girls don't need me, you know, they just... I like to think they need me every now and again but you know the truth be told if I went away for a month I'm sure it would be absolutely fine um so I have to do something else that will need me for a bit so but (laughs) back into training for me as well which I love yeah well Lisa it's been an absolute pleasure having you on like I'm so proud of you I think I'll just tell you this every day if I could like you've just done absolutely amazingly everything I've ever taught you you've just like gone and run with it and you're just yeah it's just incredible to see so keep going because absolutely love it I can literally sit here and cry like (laughs) I can't believe you've managed to get me on here never mind no it's like, it has to happen when you said about it I was like oh god no <laughs> and I thought no do it because you never know there might be somebody like a, like I was there might be somebody just sat there thinking can I and you can mm. it's just hard well you just have to be ready for the work don't you I wasn't yeah. I couldn't believe the volume of work that business owners have to do not like just as not yourself as a business owner therapist but when you grow a team that's what I was like wow wasn't ready for that yeah thank you oh you're so welcome thank you for giving up your time it's been an absolute pleasure and I can't wait to watch the next steps of the academy thank you very much Hi, I'm Sarah from TMB Skills Training. I've used the government funded apprenticeship schemes to build all my six hair and beauty businesses. And in the process, I have made thousands of pounds doing it. I'm now looking for like-minded salon owners who are interested in doing the same. Everything hair, beauty, customer service, management, salon coach and assessing. If you'd like to know more, please click on the show notes and get in touch. I'm looking forward to your call.